0: Hello, I think it's about time that I did a podcast special Uh, I want to try and do a few recordings every now and again which are sort of slightly different from the regular ones and I've got one or two little formats that I'm going to play around with over the next year or so and see which ones I like, see which ones I don't and I thought the best place to start was with photography books because I've got quite a collection of books that I've got together over the last 25 years it's not as big as some people's collections Um, but then again I'm sort of a bit fussy about my books I suppose Uh, and also it's you know finding room for them and you know affording them as well because often they are not uh, cheap items but over the years I've I've got books that have had quite an influence on me and my photography and I thought the best place to start for this recording would be right at the beginning uh... with the first true photography book that i got just to uh, clarify the first book about photography that i actually bought was the autobiography by uh... don mccullen which i got in nineteen ninety but i don't really categorize that as a photography book in that it's not just full of photos It's 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 a biography, you know. It's not a biography. So, uh, the f- the first true photography book that I bought many years ago, um, be 1992, something like that, would be uh, Into the Promised Land by John Tordai which was a series of images that had been used in the Independent, uh, Independent newspaper who had uh, an absolutely formidable set of photographers working for them, and they really did, as a newspaper uh, they started in uh, the late 1980s and the idea was that they were going to use the very very best photojournalism and documentary photographers and they did, they they really did have some fantastic people working for them and John Talldy was one of them um, and yeah, the, the images were taken of the Palestinian Intifada, the late 1980s and really it, it sort of like set me up, uh, gave me the idea for how I wanted my prints to look not necessarily with the subject matter but just uh, the contrasted tones, the nice blacks they were really really beautiful black and white images and it influenced me a lot But that isn't the book I'm going to be talking about today. The book I'm going to be talking about today is Northumberland, which is also by John Tordy. It was released in 1993. And it was a a book that was released as part of a series called Photographer's Britain. And I only ever saw two books uh, as part of that series. The first one that I saw is the one that I bought, which was Northumberland by John Tordoe. The second one was a book of images by the photographer Heather Angel of, I believe it was the county of Dorset down on uh, the south coast of England, that she'd she'd photographed. The idea was was you got a a photographer and they just documented uh, somewhere that was special to them or where they lived. Um, I think it was generally they they used to live there or had been brought up there they they had a special connection with that area anyway now I came across this book in a bookshop in York and instantly the name got me because I'd already got one of uh, John Tordai's books and I saw the the JC Tordai on the front of the book and I just thought, you know, oh, I've got to have a look at it and as soon as I had a look at it, I knew that I was going to buy it unfortunately it wasn't that expensive, it was nine ninety nine at the time so it was under a tenner, which was good uh, because I was a student at the time, so I didn't have that much money but, uh, yeah, it's a fantastic series of images all around Northumberland, black and white images um, there's images from right up the top at Berwick right the way down to, to Newcastle and Kielder on the West End side and Annick and Blythe and Dunstanborough along the coast so it covers all sorts of... Uh, I mean it's quite a diverse county is Northumberland and uh, it borders Scotland as well it's got quite a lot in common with Scotland strangely enough Northumberland um, more than probably any other county in uh, in England, but the great thing was was uh, there was a map, but there was also technical data about uh, where the pictures were taken, but also the camera, the lens, the speed, the f-stop, and even the uh, the filter used for for on the the lens for the black and white. So red and orange was was used but just having that data there is is fantastic and there was a few notes on the photography as well at the back dates the images were taken between new year and may 1992 and the film stock was fp4 and hp5 so yeah i mean absolutely fantastic i mean even the um, even the exposures I mentioned uh ambient light readings made on a minolta 3 flash meter I mean uh, th- all of the details that you you need is at the the back and the images are absolutely fantastic um, there was a number of images that actually stood out for me but I remember flicking through the book and I probably won't be able to find the image now that I'm, uh, I'm looking for it but uh, there was one image that stood out to me and it's uh, an image that I've actually wanted to to do myself or do a ver- my version of it uh, just as a, a homage homage um, and it's a picture taken in Newcastle which isn't that far away from me now um, it's only like about half an hour's drive and ah here it is and it's it's a picture that stood out to me when I was looking at the book in the bookshop and thought I'm getting this and it's funnily enough it's taken I didn't actually know at the time but it's taken from the castle in Newcastle taken from there and it's, it's looking towards where the railway station is now the castle is right next to the line and the line is sort of like up uh, it's quite high up in the town in Newcastle um, you regularly walk under the line uh, because of course Newcastle slopes down to the, to the, the river Tyne at the bottom and it's just a, a fantastic image of of newcastle and the train intercity 125 train pulling in absolutely absolutely brilliant so there's a mixture of urban images and rural images uh, that's the that's the urban and then there's another one which is uh, uh, where can we what have we got let's have a look uh, yeah, I mean it's the only one that's steel rig, which isn't that far away from where I am at the moment, which is you know quite a, a misty early morning shot with some uh, trees, you know winter trees. Um, absolutely great, absolutely great images at taken at a time when Newcastle was still you know in that going through that quite brutal post-industrialization phase it's uh, a fantastic city but it's had a lot of changes in the last 50 years as it's moved away from shipbuilding and a lot of the other industries that were uh, that were there so it's it's kind of had to develop itself over the years and uh, northumberland covers some of those changes as well which is is fantastic so an absolutely Brilliant book. the great thing is is I mentioned it on my blog a few years ago I, me- I mentioned it on my websites a few times but uh, John Tordai actually saw it and sent me one of his books through with a very very nice note saying that you enjoyed the images Richard and I also mentioned you know on the on the blog post about how influential his work had been probably one of the top certainly the, the top five, I would even probably say the top three influential photographers on me um, I don't think the book is still published but you might be able to pick one up on Amazon or somewhere like that if you have a look around the second hand books but it is well worth a look especially if you love the county of Northumberland you go on holiday there because it's because uh, it really does cover the county and you could can, can visit all of the, the places that, that John's taking pictures in, absolutely brilliant that's the first podcast special thank you very much for listening and i will be back with another one very soon and a regular podcast of course will be back next month